Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast, brought to you by Ali Wiley. Hello everyone and welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast. I've been having a few technical problems every time I start to do an episode or the computer goes wrong or my mic doesn't work. But anyway, I finally found a way round mic problems and computer problems. I hope you're all well and been practising various astral projection techniques. I hope you have found your favourite one or your favourite one or two. I personally use a combination. Sometimes I listen to theta, isochronic tones, while I'm asleep. And I have a lot of success with that. And if I don't have success with it, then it always makes me dream. And I always have some wonderful dream as well. So that's good. Or I try affirmations. Like before I go to sleep, I say to myself, now I'm out of body, now I'm out of body, now I'm out of body over and over again. And sometimes that works because I just wake up when I'm out of body or I wake up in mind awake body asleep. Oh, and before I go any further, we have a new sponsor. I'm particularly excited about this sponsor because it's my daughter. My daughter started a site called italianando.com. That's I-T-A-L-I-A-N-A-N-D-O.com. And Italianando simply means doing Italian. And this means basically that she's looking at the Italian language and culture. It's in English, of course, so she's doing some language um, mini lessons, you know, words, phrases, stuff like that for beginners, plus some really interesting um, facts and um, information about Italy and where she was brought up, which is a region of Molise. And it's quite interesting from her point of view because she's like bilingual and bicultural, I suppose, if you can say that, because she was brought up in Italy but by an English mother and Italian father. So we were always popping back over to England and she saw like both cultures. So she has um, some good stuff over there. So she's sponsoring me. I think we can stretch to uh, a book from my Amazon wish list. Anyway, so do go over and check out her site because she's doing a good job over there. So today I wanted to talk about an experience I had a while ago. It was actually quite confusing and really quite amusing when I woke up because It was one of those false awakenings and when you have these, when you wake up, it's just so funny because when you awaken falsely in an OBE, it's like everything is so real and you really believe it and then you wake up and you think, well, that wasn't true, was it? And it's incredible how everything is so real that it seems real. Well, it seems real like the physical reality real, which isn't really real, but we won't get into that. So... um, I started off listening to a crown chakra Tibetan bowl. I have these bowls and I'd recorded uh, the crown chakra. But in the end, it was too loud. So I switched to a a gentler heart chakra CD that I have that I often listen to uh, when I go to sleep. And as I relaxed down, I must have fallen asleep. But suddenly I felt such power. And I saw my heart chakra like a pump, like a kind of pulsating generator. Now, I think I've mentioned this in another podcast episode, 
It was a kind of oval shape, like, and it had an orangey glow. It was really powerful. And the whole experience was so powerful that it freaked me out a little bit and I woke up. Or I thought I did. I thought I was awake and I turned over to turn on my lamp, but my lamp wouldn't work. So I thought the bulb must have gone. So, so then I got up and walked around the corner to another light, but that didn't work either. So then I tried the one on the stairs and that didn't work. So then I thought we'd mu- we must have had some sort of short circuit. So I decided to go downstairs to the garage to check. So I went downstairs and when I got to the next floor, because I was sleeping in the attic, so the next floor was where the bedrooms are, the main bedrooms, and I noticed the floor was different. And then this started to freak me out as well, as it was all so really real and I could swear that I was awake. Anyway... At this point, my husband and my son came out to see what I was making such a fuss about because I must have been like, I don't know, I don't think I was screaming, but I was sort of saying, well, what's going on here? It's supposed to be like this and it's not. I think at that point, I must have suddenly realised and I got whisked away to a cloud. I was in a blue sky on a cloud and it um, it was so relaxing. And then on a nearby cloud was my higher self and there was also another strange animal being but it was impossible to describe. Anyway, I went over to my higher self and we were in such a high vibration. It was incredible. It was a beautiful place full of love. My higher self said he had taken a form that was pleasing to me. And I must admit, he was quite pleasing to my eye. Anyway, my question to my higher self before going to sleep had been, how can I help the world? What can I do to improve the present situation? At this point, my higher self started to sweat. He said he was having difficulty holding his form. Anyway, I asked him about everyone. Um, By everyone, I meant all the beings in the universe. I asked him if we are all the same. And he said, everyone's true essence is the same. And then a blonde lady came along and took my left hand. And the male higher self took my right. And I think... This was sort of balancing male and female aspects of my higher self. And uh, the the female version joked, it's okay to hold hands here. And I think that was a reference to social distancing on the earth, like we can't hold hands anymore or touch and that sort of thing. And then we went to watch something. It was like a cinema uh, setting, but at this point I lost lucidity. So then I found myself back in my body. Now, I was convinced I was awake, so I tried to put my lamp on again. It didn't work. So then I thought, oh, I must be OBE again. So I got out of bed and went towards the window, and there were a lot of children in the room, about 15, all happy. They were drawing and colouring, and there were two young men with them, looking after them, and they smiled at me. At that point, I thanked them for looking after the children and flew through the window. I found myself in the countryside. It was a bit like Little House on the Prairie. I already missed where I'd been before on the cloud. I remembered it had been such a high vibration and I I really missed that sensation of love and acceptance and beauty because it was so incredible. And then what happened next? A small bird flew over to me and we sat for a long time together. He let me stroke its feathers. It was very therapeutic. 
And then for some reason I felt that I should have my phone with me and I asked the children where it was and I found it. I don't really... I think there was something more to that, but I don't really remember. And then I flew around a bit and saw a cowboy going into town and I had the feeling that I had to help him. There was some problem he had. I remember flying down to him, but I don't remember anymore. And then I woke up, put the lamp on, and finally it worked. So I knew I was awake. So I really enjoyed um, that particular outing and I thought it was quite funny, the lamp, and it could be a sign for me in the future. If the lamp doesn't work, then you are OBE. So don't waste your time, you know, wandering around the house. It was quite funny. So if lights don't work, it could be a sign that you're actually out of body. Also, it could be a sign that you've got a short circuit in the house. There are often these um, signs when we're out of body anomalies, lights don't work. You can't turn the light on. That's classic, not being able to turn the light on. I should have realised that, but it hasn't happened to me, I don't think, before trying to turn the light on. So that was uh, quite amusing. At that particular night, I did have another outing. It was particularly active that night. Sometimes this happens. Sometimes you'll have like two or three outings in one night. Sometimes you won't have any, sometimes you'll just have one. I love these nights when you just get back in your body, then you're out, then you go back to your body and you're out again. It's um, wonderful. Later on that night, I woke up automatically in the astral. Now, this sometimes happens to me. And I was with two guides and I asked them how they generally sorted out their negs. By neg, I mean negative beings. Um, At that point, a scary man came towards me. He had a really distorted face. Now, this is often what you'll find in the astral, that negative beings, you can't hide anything. They look distorted. Their faces are ugly. Uh, In the astral, you can't hide anything. So often you, you can see on the outside what people are like on the inside. So this was the case with this um, particularly scary man. And he was above me. And as he was, um, I suppose, flying-ish, as he was like, situated above me, I sent him love because that's what I generally do. If I meet a negative being, I send them love. I send them positive energy, love, joy, that sort of thing. And then it was possible to open a dialogue with him. So after I sent him love, it's almost as if... He melted in a way and I could have a conversation with him to find out what had gone wrong and what help he needed. Apparently in his life, now I don't know if this was just a metaphor or it really happened, he had thrown a teenage girl under a train and I saw this kind of like through a vision and in order to redeem himself, now he had to save a girl who was about to fall off the back of a train. And that was a vision I got. Um, I don't remember anything else after that. And I woke up for good that particular night. So those episodes were quite interesting. All our experiences are unique to who we are. So really, in the end, only you know what your experiences mean. I usually go back and look at the symbolism as well in my experiences because I get a lot of symbolism and you can learn a lot from that. Also, it was interesting that my higher self was sweating and couldn't keep the form that he was in, which I think could be symbolic of something. Also, any animals that you see or you meet in your experiences may be symbolic. For example, the small bird that flew flew over to me. 
and we just sat for a long time together, which I found very therapeutic. And of course, we are going through difficult times at the moment. So, you know, maybe I needed to just sit down with something simple, like a little bird, and appreciate the simple things in life and not get too bogged down with what's going on around us. Okay, so thanks for listening today. Don't forget to pop over to italianando.com. That's I-T-A-L-I-A-N-A-N-D-O.com. If you fancy listening to or reading about or even watching, because my daughter has videos, she has podcasts, she has a blog. Also, because if her visitors go up and her followers go up, she might buy me more Amazon books. So that's good. Thanks for spending your time with me today and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.